Gareth Jones on Speed episode 200 was originally presented as a live video webcast on Ustream on Sunday the 9th of June 2013 and reached an audience of 2,000 people. And then adopted the expression that Alan Partridge had in that episode where the keyboard starts acting up. Yeah, and then fell fell the very second that you hit the thing that makes it all go live, something fell over. Uh, I think my car, my, my Sora, oh, there was a model of my Sora sitting on there, which fell off uh, with the stress of broadcasting, which I'm experiencing as well. Are you guys actually watching us? Uh, hello, I'm Gareth Jones. This is Zog. Hello. Uh, and this is Richard Porter. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, a shout oh, oh, right. Let's just have a look. Leighton Jones says, uh, having trouble getting the live feed, don't know if it's me or my device. Well, we'll, we'll soon find out, Leighton. Let's hope you do get to, to join us. Uh, if you would like to join us on Gareth Jones on Speakers, you can take part in this programme yourself. All you have to do is, if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag on speed i don't actually have a hashtag that's an asterisk but please use hashtag on speed on twitter on facebook go to the gareth jones on speed facebook fan page so go on facebook search gareth jones on speed you'll find it we'll be reading your messages from there and if you're following this channel on use what's it called Ustream. Ustream. <laughs> then you can use the social stream on Ustream and we can see if I put my glasses on uh, what it is you're telling us. Let's have a look. Uh, uh, FOM fan Ben says, uh, not as good as I was in F1 Digital and Eurosport. So you're already not as good as... <laughs> Really, if we're so better your career than, is no, 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 bottoming no, 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 out. No, no, hang on, hang on. Spoken F1, F1. No, ben isn't, isn't as, good as good as he was in. Oh, I see. They're talking oh. about Ben, yeah. uh, the commentator Ben. Yeah. I thought they were talking about our, our Glass, levels. If, if back on. If we're <laughs> sorry, yeah. if you read that one, a Twitter user. Is that Twitter? Is this where is this? This guy is from? the this social. Is Ustream. All right, so Ustream social. I recognise that chap on Twitter. One five six sharp nose. I'd like to give a big shout out to the US government and all at GCH. HQ who are tuned into this stream <laughs> as a topical joke to start us off. Quite, quite deliberately, I've removed. There was a Gareth Jones on Speed flag flying there, but it made us look like some sort of jihadist group. So, if the CIA are monitoring this, then uh, yeah, we're not a jihad, are we? No, no. You said no swearing. You didn't say anything about not mentioning Semtex, True. Uh, anything subversive, True. Uh, political Islam. You know, let's just steer clear of any of that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Just don't. Hello and welcome to the show. Um, we're going to be on air for about an hour, I think, or as long as our ciders last. Uh, in fact, let's have a cheers to, to celebrate the fact that we are on air. Uh, Richard? And I have a glass of water. Uh, I don't really yeah. like cider, and also I'm driving, so... Um, mm. 
Yeah, Cheers. setting a good example. And what Cheers Richard is, what Richard is driving, we'll find out uh, a little bit later on. It's a beer not lorry. Um, <laughs> it's not actually, though, because I just uh, there's a siren outside. Good. Live siren. It's good, but it's a live siren, so um, you know it's real. Uh, it's a uh, the man from Mercedes PR department, uh, Rob Halloway. Hello, Rob. If you're Hello, watching Rob. and listening. Um, said that he would sponsor this show to the tune of a crate of beer... No! ..if I'd get sourced on air <laughs> and say something libelous. <laughs> so there we go. Mercedes, the car company that likes to send other people to prison. Well done, thank you very much, Eddie. Uh, someone else uh, said, was it Sue Man Roy, uh, said that he would give a £10 donation to a charity of our choice if, uh, if I said... Lumsden bum hat on air, but that's actually your invention, Lumsden bum hat. It is my invention. Yes, I'm going to take the credit for it. Ex ex explain what it is for those who don't know. We know Lumsden yeah. bum hat. Oh yeah, we're, we're right. Lumsden bum hat is uh, what I've been calling Ted Kravitz, Sky F1's pit lane reporter, um, and the reason is because uh, Ted Kravitz isn't his real name, and uh, a few Edmund years ago, Edmund Slotover. Is that what it is? See, I still can't remember it. And a few years ago, I was going to say, did you know that Ted Kravitz's real name is blank on Twitter? And then couldn't remember what it was. So I just made something up and I made up Lumsden Bumhat and it stuck to the point. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I went to a thing. I went to a glittery thing. The Autosport Awards. Oh, a bit of a do. Yeah. A bit of a boozy do. And, um, and, and bless him, Ted Kravitz, who I'd never met before came across the room at the champagne reception and said, hello, are you Richard? I'm Lumsden Bumhat. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, Ted Kravitz, all right in my book. Hey, well, he's a lovely man, in fact, he, was, he really is. Yeah, he he raced with us. Although he can't be watching this because he's in Canada doing his pit lane job, so we could say he's a complete dick. No one would know. <laughs> but he's not, he's lovely. Uh, but let's remember that this programme is hopefully going to be available as an audio podcast and maybe even a video podcast. Sometime, I look down to check that we're recording then at uh, some point over the next few days. So I will, I will tell Ted and he can watch what you said about it. <laughs> Just to reiterate, Ted, I do like you. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's impossible to say that and not sound sarcastic because it's, it's not sarcastic. Lums and bum hat. So, Sue Man Roy, uh, your 10 quid can go to uh, my charity of choice, which is the Samaritans. Everybody needs a friend. Thank you very much indeed. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right, you know what to do. You can tweet us. You can, if you use the hashtag on speed, we are monitoring all the on speed uh, dialogue on Twitter. Go to the Facebook <laughs> fan page. We're like a little splinter branch of the CIA here in North London, monitoring your transmissions. I prefer to stop touching that. I, I prefer to think of this as more more like hospital radio. <laughs> it's very like hospital. Oh, no, radio. Listen, this one's for Aline on Ward Four. <laughs> I, I, I say I'm very impressed by the setup that Gareth has put together here for our little uh, little jaunt into into live broadcasting. It is amazing. The, the stuff you can't see here um, is, is. I'm not going to move the camera. That would be fatal. No. But I must say, I, I, I mean, the only thing I'm having a slightly hard time with is sort of you know line of sight because on the one you know some of us you know we're talking yeah. and I'm looking at you. Yeah. But then we've got the they're over there, there. And obviously stop picking your nose. Um, and we've got we're monitoring the live broadcast here, and so I keep looking there to just see what's going out. And you know you naturally want to look at that. So um, who knows? We don't know. We've never done this before. Oh 
Thank you for joining us. How many viewers have we got at the moment? Let's have a look. Oh, go away, Travis, <laughs> with your message that's popped up at the wrong moment. But on the other hand, Travis, thanks for dropping this one. Yeah, man. Uh, c- can we stop occasionally so he can nip out for a fag? There will be opportunities to stop. And here comes the first one. In the meantime, we have 194 viewers hey. live at the moment. We'll keep abreast of that. That's the population of a very small village. So we should all be very <laughs> proud. <laughs> welcome, village. welcome to the On Speed Village, or as I prefer to think of it, this is the uh, the On Speed Hospital Broadcast for those who are sick with cars. I think cars are sick. I love maybe. that it's hospital radio. I wish we could do hospital radio. Like this? No, they'd be ill. Listen, um, you've got about three minutes to convene what you're going to tell us, and we've got three minutes to work out what we're going to say. Here's the first piece of music that we're playing today. Uh, We've each chosen a tune from the first 200 episodes of Gareth Jones on Speed, and the first one, because it's ladies' firsts, goes to Violet Berlin, uh, my missus who's downstairs putting the kids to bed at the moment. Uh, and Violet chose this one. And she said... Actually, I was going to say, Violet's actually watching this on her iPhone because she's just tweeted to say, uh, you're doing great. Uh, we're watching downstairs on the iPhone. Hope it isn't making the band could go dodgy. So, uh, uh, <laughs> we, we had to get all the, our kids off the internet connection here. To all our kids? We, uh, they're over 300. How many kids have you got, Zog? I, hopefully none. No, <laughs> Me too. Uh, Who knows? I've just cranked the quality up. Let's see if we can stand it. Okay. First piece of music chosen by Violet. She says she likes this song, Richard Zog, because uh, I sang this one in my voice, not some sort of ridiculous impression of someone else. Is this not the song that got you into a load of trouble? Yes, it is. Shall we we explain when you've played it? And uh, here's the song. Uh, The backing track was originally written by Richard, and the words and all the other bits were done by me. uh, And it's called, well, it's by Sniff Petrol versus Gareth Jones on Speed. Uh, This is called Mini Cab Driver. Now, if I've clicked on the right thing, it will play. Let's see. Here we go, live. Yes, it works. Whoops. Anyone give me time? Here we go. Whoops. Couldn't be much further from the French Riviera than sitting in the backseat of this Nissan Primera. I should be sipping cocktails on the Adriatic Sea. Instead, I'm breathing in his lemon scented magic tree. the best but I doubt if this bloke could even pass the driving test for 15 minutes we've been stuck in this estate now he stops for petrol and I'm going to be late he needs help navigating so I'll lend a hand but he's speaking in a language I just don't seem to understand he doesn't get it. I don't want Westminster Abbey. It's like I'm speaking Urdu, but he's hearing Punjabi. Other motor transports are to look real fab when you spend your time in a minicab. Other motor transports are to look real fab when you spend your time in a minicab. Why are you going to Westminster Abbey? Here we go. His springs have sprung, his dampers are damp The seat smells worse than the stench of a tramp But really, this trip could have been terribly bad If I'd paid 60 quid to travel in a London black cab Come back to base, come back to base 
I think I'd rather travel in an Austin Maxi than this puke-stained, smoky, dodgy amateur's taxi Other motor transports start to look real fine when you spend your time in a minicab. Other modes of transport start to look real fab when you spend your time in a minicab. I really wish I wasn't sitting in the back seat of this buke-stained, smoky, dodgy amateur's taxi. He's been driving around for a hundred hours this week. He doesn't look alert, he could do with some sleep. He supplements his income with stuff he's offering me. No mate, I don't want to buy a mobile phone or a DVD. The music on his radio is weak and pathetic So we talk about politics and the terrible traffic He's polite on the road, not rude or unforgiving I guess he's just like me, he's just trying to earn a living Other motor transports start to look real fab When you spend your time in a minicab other motor transports start to look real fab When you spend your time in a minicab This is the worst journey I've ever had seen Sitting in this backseat of this illegal taxi I think I'd rather suck and lick an ear that is waxy Than travel in this puke state smoky dodgy amateur's taxi Let's see if I think of another one I think I'd rather have a jack boot up me jacksy than get caught in this freeze frame from the movie Quanas Catsy. Please don't make me travel in a dodgy taxi. Please don't make me travel in a dodgy Mind you, though, my bike's dangerous. I can't afford to drive my car in the West End anymore. Don't tell me I've got to use public transport. Oh. Home route. Garrett Jones on speed, episode 200, live! A new voice. Jingle. Yeah, a new voice to Gareth Jones on speed from uh, number one son who uh, made his debut. On, actually, he hasn't made his debut on the show because, as you know, my children have appeared on this programme doing voices, singing and things for quite some time. Uh, and now they're tucked in bed. Can we just recap about that song? Oh, yes. it does make me laugh. How it got you into trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I sent you a piece of music and said, "Oh, there should be there's something in this about doing a song about a minicab." Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't really yeah. be bothered to do it. So, yeah. but I had over the end of the bit of music, I done a fake minicab radio, just going one two one yeah. two. Are you out there? One two. Yeah. And if memory serves, that wasn't good enough for you, and you went to your actual local minicab yeah, firm I did, yeah, yeah, and yeah. got them to record bespoke yeah. audio for that song, which yeah. you can hear yeah. in it, yeah. and then. They heard the song yes. saying that minicabs are basically <laughs> shit, 
not very good. Not very good. Yeah. And um, I thought they'd been and they were very, very cross. They were very cross, but they're very nice people. And when I went down there and explained the context and put a thing on the website, on the Gareth Jones TV website for the page for that song, saying that this particular car company have got nothing to do with some of the ideas in the in the song, and that they were perfectly reputable. Uh, they forgave me. Actually, no, they didn't. They, they, they didn't. What? Well, they didn't forgive you for suggesting they sell stolen mobile phones. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That I can't that, see a problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> it's probably safe to point this out now, but that is actually slanderous. It's uh, libelous. I didn't suggest it was them. Promised you slander and libel, and already I didn't suggest it was them. I use them as as method actors. Fair point. But they didn't realise they were being objection I don't think it's method acting if you are actually doing the job full time I see the problem that's you have not, you know yeah. it's like My Jeremy Irons friend. or something he just goes and does it for a bit it's like drama <laughs> drama mentory drama mentory you know yes. docu- drama mentory docu- 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 that kind of or yeah. hospital podcastery scripted reality yeah, they call it yeah, now. That, that's, like well, that's the new word and, for yeah. reality. And Geordie oh, Shore. Well, because we there, there was an award for it or something. It was the only way is Essex or um, M- uh, Melding Chelsea got. Yeah. And they said oh, it was scripted reality, and we were in the Top Gear office going, oh, "I think we've been doing that for years." Just... <laughs> Speaking well, of which, um, we were going to do some questions from people. I'll just get this one out of the way uh, because it's one of the ones that came in, which says, uh, "When is Top Gear back on the air?" And the answer is, I can't tell you because, and I'm not joking, BBC Publicity Department gets very, very cross if you give it away before them. It's like their only job is to tell you when shows come back on air. And if you do it before they do, they get terribly angry and you get a very cross email and your producer gets told off. So I'm not allowed to tell you, but basically it's the end of this month. <laughs> and you can, can I suggest that you, you write... Course, yeah, you have to know which month this is going out in. Uh, That's true. Who wants to say we're so coming to you from oh. the future of September? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 can I suggest that you write to uh, Top Gear and ask them when the next series of Gaz Top Gear is going out? That'll confuse them. Oh, well, That's true. Stop them in their tracks. Okay, let's dialogue with you guys. Dialogue. What? It's a new, it's a new verb. Let's dialogue. Yeah, let's. Uh, um, sorry, Zach. So, yes. uh, okay, new I'm members really of the OnSpeed uh, 200 Club. Travis Ploggy, oh, thank you very much indeed. Eric adds to the song quite nicely. I can't see that picture. What's this? Oh, oh. it's Eric Boulabase uh, talking on the telly. <laughs> Eric Boulabase, of course. That's yes, him. Eric, he's uh, very, very liquidy. Oh, we can see that Ian is uh, watching on an. Is he watching on an iPad? Yes. Uh, Nick Tabram says he's tuning in from the wilds of South Norfolk. Congratulations on 200 episodes, guys. Love the show. Even more so live. Well, thank you. Seriously, uh, we wouldn't do this if you lot decided to didn't decide to download it every week. Uh, an extraordinary... Well, we I mean, actually, we probably would. I don't know what else is going on. Yeah, in my life, anyway. So, mm. Yeah. Um, oh, it's all gone a bit glum. <laughs> so, what else have we got on the Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I've just realised I'm accidentally watching us. Uh, uh, I, was, I found some more questions here. We're going to answer some questions. Go on. Um, and now I can't find. I should have thought of a system <laughs> to uh, to say that. Okay, when is Top Gear back? And now we've done that one. I can't tell you. It's the 30th of June. Um, and uh, disappointing weekend for McLaren. Do you guys think they can bounce back for Silverstone? Says Dan Heathcote on Twitter. No. Quick thought. Mm, no, probably not. No. 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 And usually, I have a lot of faith in McLaren and their ability to develop a car to you know to keep to improve through the season. But they just yeah they seem to be in a very bad way. That's I mean, terrible, I, you know, isn't I, it? I, 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 can, I can believe they'll do shocking. better than eleventh and twelfth, but you know I, I don't think it's going to be a very respectable. I've said it before that if any team 
can bounce back during a season. McLaren have the strength in depth, the ability to do that. But because of the nature of the sort of the changeability of Formula One at the moment, you know, we don't know how the tyres are going to play out at every race. Uh, and there's so there's no testing unless you're Mercedes. Uh, then they can't debug that. Everything that they have to do, they have to do virtually. They have to do through simulation. And I'm which, not which, which is an area where they have a problem, apparently. Yeah, uh, it, it's what perhaps is making they the have situation a with worse. The simulation. Doesn't, doesn't they have a problem? Well, isn't it a problem in, in the correlation, correlation between? In other words, oh, okay. Because exactly. I thought they were never out of that simulator. Gary no, Paffer actually lives in there now. He does mm. now. He yeah, just has a little yeah. callus stove. And Wife they, and three children. Yeah. They in catch him with not him. simulating something. He gets beaten. <laughs> By um, by one of Martin Whitmarsh's heavies, so um, oh, that's that's a bit of a problem. This is the old well, Ferrari wind tunnel. Well, as situation. I've heard, yeah, it's, it's that that problem of of uh, the something looks good in your wind tunnel or in your simulation in your you know on your it looks good on the computer, but when you get into the real world, it's not behaving as your model said it would. This like online dating, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like, like the analogy. Thanks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like the idea of doing a live Gareth Jones on speed in simulation. Good on paper. It was brilliant. Yeah, in reality, simulation. three drunk lads talking about Formula I, 1. I, I remind you, water. Water gone, actually. Not even Kimmy water, which, as we know, is vodka. This is real water. Because uh, to I have to drive a car later on, so... Um, uh, no, just just answer a question. I just had a question from FOM fan to uh, asking me if I've watched the FOM pit lane feed. Uh, on what no, do you I haven't. Think? Actually, no, so no. Uh, uh, I don't have an opinion yet. I'll, uh, but I'll check it out and I'll, uh, I'll let you know next time. Uh, have you watched it, FOM fan? We haven't watched the, FO the uh, pit lane feed. I'm wondering how exciting that would be. Would you, could you get that on the red button? We could. Red button, yeah, yeah, I elected not to do it today. Yeah. Well, you could call it up now, but obviously it would just be lots we of people packing quiet, boxes and Ted Kravitz wandering around. <laughs> he stays there forever. I think. Did I mention this on the show before about uh, the, the, earlier in the season? I watched the race, finished watching it, watched a bit of the coverage afterwards, turned the TV off, went out for two or three hours, came back, turned TV on, it was still on Sky F1 because mm. I hadn't touched it. And it was still Ted Kravitz wandering around the pit lane. And I thought, that poor bloke has been there forever. It was going dark and half of the teams had left and he's still there going, oh, look, I've just found a nut on the floor. Let's uh, let's talk about this for half an hour. He, but, he, but he probably he made puts that the graph in. Chat, he would, yeah, yeah. He 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 stuff. And he's good, his little notebook and everything. What's this, no, the lumps and bum appreciation event? I know, we seem to be talking moment. about him quite a lot. But, uh, uh, let's read a couple of more tweets. FOM fan as well. Can we bring Violet up, please? No, no, Violet is busy with children, I'm afraid. She won't come on the programme. Quite right, too. She says she doesn't know enough about cars to come on the show. Although that is well, one of the reasons why she makes a good a contribution to entry, because she it? gives a good, you know, you know, uh, third-party perspective on... Um, uh, Richard looks like a giant compared to the rest of you guys. Well, How about is. you all stand to show heights? <laughs> well, we can do that, but I you'll see what happens. Okay. Oh, hello. Uh, can we yeah, do yeah, it without... Watch, no, hang on, I haven't got any trousers on. <laughs> Here we go. Right. You see, that's the problem. That's the problem. My chin. Hi. Chin. Hello. I'm a, I'm a little bit taller. See, yeah, for those listening to the audio version of the podcast of this show, we did all stand up then and vanish out of frame. I, I did actually match our I know, I was going to say all the, the chairs were matched, but to I put our eye lines at about the same. Tall, yeah, so. no, you did, that, was, that was well planned. But. Anyone think I've done this before? Okay, Dave Stebbings. Hooray for Dave Stebbings! Dave Stebbings, ultra hey. listener. Who is, uh, is contributing to the show by writing quizzes for us in the past, as you'll know. Uh, watching On Speed Live and the recording of the Canadian Grand Prix at the same time, I feel temporarily 
Disorient temporally disorient. So sort of fried in a crispy Japanese batter. The other thing has fallen off. The Enterprise is gone. Right as we went on air, the the model Lexus fell off the top of one monitor. Now the Starship Enterprise has fallen off the top of. By the end of the, you need stronger gaffer tape. You need you need a higher, you need a a better grade of gaffer tape. Why is the top of my head red? Can you see that? It's because you've got your band on your headphones. It's twisted. Actually, do you know what that band is? Can you see that? I made that from a uh, Minardi F1 pass. How about really? that inside band? Yeah, because the band broke off. So you know, Can I? This leads me, in a local and not even hospital radio way, to yes. one of the things I was going to bring up and invite people to write in about on Twitter or on Facebook or howsoever you choose. Um, don't write a letter. That will take too long. But, um, but one of the things I was wondering, the worst piece of F1 merchandise you have ever seen... <sighs> Because I am guessing there are some pretty bad examples out there, but if you've got one in particular, a genuine one, don't just make something up. Don't go, oh yeah, I once saw Leighton House panty liners. That's not real. (laughs) Things you've genuinely seen, um, send them in. What are we doing? We're doing Twitter, hashtag hashtag on speed, uh, or for the Gareth Journal Speed Facebook Uh, Facebook page. page. You can just search Gareth Journal Speed on Facebook and you'll find it. Let's see if anyone has uh, put any messages on that area. We haven't looked there for the moment. There's loads of stuff going on the on speed one now and I've not been there. Monitoring on speed. Okay, right, here we go. Back to on speed then. So, um, yes, has... Oh, it's all gone quiet over here. Uh, Where's my on speed section gone? There's someone here, there's a man called TCB48, who's agree with you, uh, Gareth, and your long-time theory about Sam Michael. He says, Sam Michael equals McLaren worst form for years. Discuss. We have discussed, well, haven't we? You have a very trenchant view on this, so what, what are you? I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so sold on the Sam Michael as the root of all evil theory. I think, uh, you know, he may have been in the wrong... He may have been not, not quite fitting into his role, not quite performing in his... Uh, previous role at Williams, but I think at uh, uh, is he head in, of in, in McLaren now? I think he's um, he's sporting director at, at uh, McLaren. I think isn't he? That's his never role. knowingly uh, over researched. Would you like me to look this up? Yeah, go on. While you're here, why not? What does a sporting, uh, sporting director do? Make sure you comply with the regulations and find ways around them. Sporting director at McLaren. I'm I'm actually more interested to see that when I typed Sam Michael. Google tried to auto-correct it to Sam Michael Fox, which leads me to believe that top page three girl from the 80s, Sam Fox's middle name is Michael. <laughs> really? Which is well, an odd middle name for a girl, I would it say. It is a... You know, maybe not. No, maybe it's not. This is all very confusing. It's nothing to do with Sam Fox, the page three girl. It's something to do with Michael J. Fox. There's a lot of foxes. We haven't even got on to Dr. Fox. Gareth Jones must be bringing you clarity, as always, from oh, yeah, our, yeah. our, right. our thoughts. So, anyway, yes. No, Sam Michael, it's but, a good point. It may be not him, but well, it's sort of... It does feel like there's, there's... I don't know, if you drew a chart of McLaren's luck, yeah. you'd sort of say, ooh, hang on, when did he join? Well, look, I mean, I, I mean, I... The year before last, just before the end of the season, wasn't he? Well, he was there for the start of last season. OK, think, when, yeah. when did their pit stops really go to pieces? I mean, they're sensational now, but they were... Actually, maybe awful. two years ago, actually, I think yeah. that was when he started. Yeah. And but, that is coincidence, I'm sure. But. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, mean I, th- I think the issues that they're having this year are more likely to, to be... Related to Paddy Lowe's departure, for example, mm-hmm. I mean the fact that uh, uh, you know he probably um, uh, you know I, I, I don't suppose it was a you know a spur of the minute decision 
to uh, uh, to leave McLaren for Mercedes. You know, it wasn't as if somebody rang him up, with the, you know, after a race and, you know, he was there the next week. You know, it would have been a while happening. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that he wouldn't have done anything to, you know, undermine uh, no. this year's McLaren car. Yeah. But, you know, if he'd been thinking about leaving, it could, you know, could have a bit of impact on, on the way... Well, what does it they say about uh, Formula One? If you're not going forwards... I'd say that would be more likely. If you're not going forwards, you're not going backwards. So if he's not doing everything he possibly can to advance the cause... you know, No, that's not not right, is it? Sorry, if if you're you're not not going going forwards, forwards, you're going backwards. backwards. Is that what I didn't say? That's what I didn't say. Yeah, And and, and, and if that was the case, if he wasn't sort of full flat out, then that's the consequences. It, It seems that there is, you know, there's that much... Room for movement, very little room for for movement in Formula One. You know, you've got to be advancing the case all the time, otherwise you get climbed all over. Do you know what else yeah, they say in Formula One? What do they say? Richard? Van der God. <laughs> <laughs> As of today, that's what they say. Anyway, it used to be Grosjean. <laughs> be yeah. on your guard with Guido Van der God. Okay. He had a shocker, didn't he? He did. Oh, it's really a shame good. because he had he, a shocker. You know, for a because for a you know for for, for a, a youngster coming into the uh, coming to the sport, you know, he had a couple of good races. He had a you know, a good showing earlier in the season. You thought, oh yeah, maybe. You know, he's had a few mm-hmm. moments where he thought, yeah, he's maybe cut above the average here. But he was in. If I remember, he was in GP two, and there was a certain amount of uh, bumper cars going on in GP two for Van der Gaard. But there again, in GP two, everyone plays bumper cars. It is quite rough and tumble. Anyway, we'll talk more about Formula One and the stuff that uh, more questions you're that we need telling to get back us. To. Yeah, uh, uh, in a moment. But first, uh, another piece of music. Uh, this is uh, Zog's choice. Zog, I asked you to choose one of the pieces of music that you created for the program. Uh, and yeah. tell us why you chose this one. Uh, well, it, it, I chose my cars electric, which was uh, our um, Gary, uh, Gary Newman. Newman tribute. Yeah. Uh, which I chose partly because I am a I'm a, I'm a Gary Newman fan, uh, always have been, um, and I thought I just thought this was one that worked out really well together. Um, and you know, we we have a very different sort of place of collaborating on things because you know you, you knock out songs about. Two or three hours. Does it show? You know, I will spend you know you know weeks getting you know the high hat four right. bars you know, <laughs> of the high hat just just the way I want it. And this was one where you'd uh, given me uh, a rough outline of a song, um, and I basically sort of in in the process of arranging and producing the backing track, you know, completely changed it. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then I made it better. Uh, and, made it and, good. and it worked out beautifully when we brought all the elements together and. Um, yeah, I, I just think it sounds it's, it's, it sounds good. This one. Some of you are watching. Uh, the rest of you are listening to Gareth Jones on Speed, episode two hundred live with music that we created ourselves. And this is Barry Newman, just like a proper DJ. <laughs> I tried with buying a Toyota, but a hybrid's not my style. expensive if you pay by the mile The fuel sounds for fools out I'm not sure if it'll even work I don't want watching my doors by Even if my car's a merc Hydrogen's a blanking option Although like you I must admit I'm worried about an explosion I'm exempt from pain The congestion charge 
automobiles electronic It sometimes produces bugs My car's electric, I'm gonna recharge it When I'm down in the park Gareth Jones on Speed, episode 200, live, as my number one son said there, with uh, Richard Porter, Zog, and me, Gareth Jones. But you know that already, don't you? Um, What you don't know, uh, and that one of you has, in fact, asked... Uh, is a key question about how you got here today. Have you got that? Well, yeah, I just happened to mention earlier on that I was drinking water rather than a nice boozy drink. I still am. There we go. Um, Because I'm driving. And uh, someone said, uh, it's Nia Khan, who's a regular correspondent, and he said, so what are you driving today that's worth doing this sober for? Uh, And uh, the answer is a Reliant Kitten. Uh, <laughs> you don't see them around so much anymore, but they are fiberglass, so they do last. Yes, uh, though unfortunately, I left it earlier on, and when I came back, it had uh, got to the top of the curtains, uh, so I had to get down. No, I'm not. I'm driving the new Porsche Cayman. Uh, is the real, the real answer? Mm, which one? Is it the Cayman S? Cayman S with the PDK paddle shift gearbox, international mm-hmm. gesture for paddle shift. There. Um, I should have done the, no, I won't have a drink, I'm driving, international gesture for driving, I'm driving a car with a paddle shift. Uh, it's and, very um, much like the uh, international gesture for I'm playing drums. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, my mate Nigel, who was a drummer in the alarm, used to get people yeah. saying that to him all the time. He'd say, Nigel, are you still... Uh, and, <laughs> and he'd reply, yeah, are you still... Uh, <laughs> Actually, that's a visual gag. That wouldn't work in the audio podcast. Uh, that's true. Yeah, we've got to watch Anyway, yes, I'm driving the Porsche Cayman how, how is it? A PDK box. Uh, it's very good. Yes, I have a few provisos very about good. it. But it is very, very good. I mean, I'm uh, quibbling slightly. My biggest uh, proviso, probably, there's uh, two of them. The first one is that the steering. I know there's been a lot of fuss about Porsche moving to electric steering, and people got a right old tiz about the 911 doing that. Then the Boxster came out, the new Boxster, and I drove that, and I thought it was terrific, and I couldn't really find fault with it. It was one of the best cars that I drove uh, last year, and uh, for that reason, I think I forgot to mention it in our Cars of the Year <laughs> podcast that we did just before Christmas. But um, this Cayman, 
I had a right old drive in it uh, last night, a uh, beautiful evening across Cheshire, and so I went for a big drive. And um, there is just this oddness that, that you, you really sort of turn in hard on the front end, and there's a moment where you're not entirely sure what's going on. In the old uh, Cayman, in a lot of Porsches, they let you know exactly what's happening. Oh, oh just a little loss of grip there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit you, isolated. There's a bit from of a road. lack of information that you would normally expect from a Porsche. It's a tiny quibble, and I may be starting to sound like a bit of a helmsman, but uh, well, yeah, it's just there. It was just bothering me slightly. But here's a question. Do you think that's the kind of thing that can be developed out of the system? You know, in other um, words, can that electric power steering be you know, tweaked to put back the feedback that you're missing? There are some inherent problems with electric power steering that mean it, it inherently doesn't transmit but I mean it's still very good you'd struggle for the most part to know it's electric power steering something Porsche do incredibly well is this sense that the steering wheel is absolutely locked tight to the mm. front wheels there's no slack in it at all which is it, it, it makes it sort of you have to concentrate on the motorway a little bit because if the motorway surface is a bit rippled or rutted it does wander because it's just well, mm -hmm. it's fine i mean it's a sports car you've mm. driven elise you've driven exige s uh no no i haven't but i've driven elises a few L times yeah. less communicative than an elise yeah everything I mean, in the elise, world is well, i know elise is apart from maybe a, a caterham it's uh, it's extraordinary elise is mm. just yes but that's i mean that's a whole different thing mm. yeah. um the only other quibble I have with the with the Cayman is a strange problem and possibly a sort of German problem. It's very long geared, and the engine needs revs. So right. if you're going round twisty British country lanes, you've got to you've got to keep, well, you gotta, keep, keep changing. Just well, you do. You can find yourself in keep, second. Yeah, keep. Talk to Porsche driver. It, it, I mean, uh, yeah, just change gear more often. No, no, it's, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's just that sometimes it's too easy. You come into a corner and it's too easy to think. Well, this is a third gear corner. If it's a road you know, and I was on some roads that I know quite well last night. And it's a road you know, and you think this is a third gear corner. This is a yeah. beautiful sort of you come in on a trailing throttle in third gear. I really am sounding quite helmy now. I'm sorry, but and then you know you just got clear clear line of sight to boot it out the other side. And and because it's so long geared, actually in third, you you suddenly you go like oh no, it's bogging down. It's yeah, into, yeah. And it's okay because you just flick your finger and it's into second. But it's just it's slightly frustrating. And and uh, second, you can go up to like sixty miles an hour in second, possibly a bit more, possibly like sixty five. Third takes you it's beyond fun, ninety. It's like, but I, I, I just think because it's a seven-speed gearbox, like you could have actually stacked the bottom ratios. Seventh is, is very, very tall indeed. As a consequence of which, it, it was doing like thirty-two miles to the gallon on the motorway. Yeah, so three point yeah. four liter six. That's how car. they're getting it. Hmm. Well, they'll tell you the other way. The way they're getting it very quickly is um, it has this what they call a sailing function, which um, is not something that you know sticks a mast up. Yeah. It, uh, it when you free lift wheel. off the throttle, yeah, free wheels. Yeah. yeah. And it's really distracting because once you've sort of hooked into it, you see the rev counter. I'll do it so it's for the camera, but the rev counter suddenly goes like that, drops. And just drops to idle, and you're doing seventy miles an hour. With the, it's um, but here's it's a, weird. But this is this is uh, this the freewheeling thing. Yeah, I was under the impression there was some bit of legislation uh, that meant that you couldn't build a freewheeling car, or that it was illegal. There was some. It was basically. Uh, against uh, it was against the law to build a car that could that would freewheel. Well, every car that we into it. every car we drive freewheels the second you put your foot in the clutch. You yeah, you can freewheel yourself you? just by yeah, but I think uh, but but that's that, that's a driver operated thing okay. rather than the car. Uh, but here's the thing: I, maybe they can get around it maybe because it is, the yeah. second that you touch the accelerator or the brake more than 
you know, if you sort of lift it off just because you can see there's some traffic on the motorway, mm. that's when it'll go into coasting mode. Yeah. But as soon as you then just, just put a little nidge of throttle back on, and uh, it, you know, it comes back in, it drops the clutch back in, essentially, which I can't help thinking isn't good for it. But anyway. I've just thought, you know what? We, somebody who knows about this could tell us. Right. If you're a Porsche engineer, or just someone with a bloody good idea of how it might work, or an uh, internet connection at the moment, and you're not making a program, have a look at how this works and let us know. I'm supposed to know how. Yeah. Uh, I've just got one question. Can I answer this question really quickly before Mm. I forget it? It's from Mm. Tom Hill, who's at Jazz Penguin on Twitter. No, unless it relates to the to the Cayman. It does. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. Well, it's a genuine question. He says, "What's your best Cheshire driving road?" And I, I, I don't know any of the road numbers, but basically, sort of Wilmslow to Mobley and then over towards Peaver in that way um, I it's the, go past the frozen mop and that there's a lovely there. section by the, the salt moth. mines what's it called frozen moth <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> ah, the salt mines near you where, where, oh, so, they're uh, down in towards uh, Northwich and Nantwich Nantwich sort of way yeah, no, it's North Cheshire, but yes anyway yeah. um, I don't know email me and we'll talk about it uh, a quick couple of messages uh, from various people. Alex Goy from the Mighty X Car says he's oh. late to the party, oh, right. but he's watching. Nice to have you with us. Best UK driving roads. This one from James Lawford. The A4059 between Brecon oh, and Oh, I know that one. That is a lovely road. Yes, yes. If I'd been there, I would have driven down that. Um, yeah. James Lawford also says he hopes there was a dab of Oppo. Um, <laughs> there, was, there wasn't really. Oh, there was one, but it was also accidental. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. More on that in a bit. All right, listen, we're going to play you uh, some bits now, but be- before we do that, I'm, I, I want to see Zog's reaction to this, right? Watch Zog's face. But really you've set carefully. this up. You've, yeah. had, you've, you've this. I just want to know how he's going to react to this. Is this the thing we were talking about on the phone? Well, you saw a car today. Yeah. Richard yeah. Saw, time. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to this fresh. Whatever it is. I'm Richard not. saw a car today. When he told me what it was, I said, you've got to tell Zog what that car is. Tell Zog what you saw. Watch his face. Watch his face. Zog, you like a Porsche, don't you? I do like a Porsche. I saw a Porsche that I think you'll like. Come on, then. And if you want to know what that particular Porsche is and what Zog's reaction to it is, then you're just going to have to download part two of Gareth Jones' On Speed, episode 200 live, available now from GarethJones.tv and the iTunes store. Send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed! <laughs>